0: Heyo, my name is Lauren and welcome to Life in the Little Things. My podcast is available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Basically anywhere you can get your podcast and I hope you enjoy the episode. What's up? Welcome back to Life in the Little Things. This is episode two, my um, second time recording this episode, actually. Um... Because a lot of things just happened and my mom walked in and it was just like, kind of killed the vibe, you know? Um I want to say excuse the background noise right now. It is late at night, like a good almost 11-ish, but I just felt like this is something that I had to address right now because I'm in the moment and you know what, I'm feeling it. And so I feel like I'll talk about it a lot more passionately, a lot better. I'm going to try to do this as respectfully as possible. But anyways, background noise-wise, you will probably hear my fan. You'll probably hear the air conditioner in and out because, you know, it's hot. Like, it's a good 100 plus degrees right now. Sorry, moving this, moving this. Okay. Um, You might hear my dad in the shower. You might hear my brother screaming at his video games because I'm not famous and I do not have a recording studio. And... Okay, <laughs> um, I made a kind of outline for this episode so that I know kind of what I want to talk about, and so hopefully that'll help with the awkward pauses. And I assure you, there will still be a couple because I definitely do that when I regularly talk. <laughs> so, anyways, let's get into it. If you are from my school or if you go to a Catholic school or ever have been, you might especially enjoy this video. Um. Or if really, if you just like are going to any high school right now, might enjoy this for a good comparative moment. Anyways, George Floyd's death just happened within this last week. And so there's a bunch of riots and protests going on, but I'm not going to get into that because that's a bit controversial at the moment and a bit sensitive at the moment. And I just feel like Everybody is saying a lot, especially when it comes to social media right now, and that's like all you see, and so I I don't want to put any more of that out there because I know I'm getting really overwhelmed. It's just it's like everything in my own life, everything going on in the media, everything still with the virus and whatever, and so yeah, my social media is still deleted. I'll probably get it back for a little bit when I um, go to post to advertise this a little, but anyways... Let's get into it. So because of that scenario, because of George Floyd's death, everybody has been getting into, you know, the whole inclusivity, racial kind of issues. And my school took part in that. I will not talk about my school's specific name. I will not talk about specific things that'll make it like super whatever, unless you already know who I am, unless you already live in the area. Um, Because I still respect... The school and, you know, they have lots of room to grow and all, but today I want to talk about how I've noticed the differences between kind of private school and public school and just like the kind of faulties in that. Anyways, so as far as racial issues goes, my school posted a post that caused quite um, the kickback today with alumni and current students regarding how the school respects people of color and includes people of color and whatnot. So anyways, let me read you the post. The post is a picture or like, what's it called? It's like, they're not like real people, but they're like drawings of people. (laughs) That's the best way I can describe it. Of all different races, white, black, brown, Asian, whatever. Okay, and at the top it quotes, We cannot turn a blind eye to these atrocities and yet still try to profess to respect every human life, quote, dash United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. And it wasn't the post that so much upset me, it was the comments that caught my eye and made me realize that, wow, like this has really affected me too. Sorry, that was my phone. Um, so people of color, and with Catholic schools, I can only speak with my personal experience, by the way. So definitely, if you go to a different Catholic school or have been to a different one, let me know how it was then compared to what I'm talking about. Because maybe it's just mine. But yeah. So people of color at my school are definitely a minority, more of a minority than already in your average everyday kind of world it's predominantly white and that is to be expected with it being catholic because i feel like a lot of like the christian community especially in our area is a lot of white people so it's pretty fair to say a lot of white rich privileged people are going to send their students to the school that i go to or i mean send their kids not their students and they definitely struggle with getting their voice heard and they're definitely treated a bit differently, especially in my school. That's where I've mostly noticed it. Um, my friends are mostly not white. Um, and they have told me their personal experiences and that's difficult enough to listen about because it's so just, it's insane, honestly um I am I'm not white I'm mixed but I'm white passing for sure so I was kind of spared of that kind of discrimination from school and stuff I am kind of a quiet kid in school I don't like to be too outspoken when it comes to class but I'm still working on that but one thing that I did notice racially when I came to my schools I noticed there was kind of a little bit offset issues that I'd never noticed before and maybe it's because it was so filtered down to like what my school is but sorry I had a perp <laughs> oh that's so disgusting but like from a couple months into when I started attending my school I kind of got the vibes if you know what I'm saying <sighs> But yeah, I had never had this feeling before, but I started having the feeling that like I was only allowed to embrace the white in me. I was only allowed to be the white in me and I shouldn't try to be anything else. And I'm part Filipino and I wasn't raised super Filipino. I'm not like super duper connected to that part of my family but nonetheless like still me and you know before I went to my school I never I never had felt that feeling of like oh I should only focus on the white in me and like now that I kind of realized that like that kind of hurts a little bit and I'm like what has gone on to cause me to feel that way and think that way um yeah, so that's just kind of bothersome. That's kind of my own experience with it, but yeah, sorry, my phone again. One second, <laughs> okay, continuing. So, yeah, but what I really noticed is the issues in my school go so beyond the color of your skin. like, it's really disappointing, honestly. I mean, all of it's disappointing, but it's disappointing that it goes to the level of it being about personal character. And when I arrived at my school and started attending my school, I was kind of in a rude, in for a rude awakening. I had attended public school my entire life before that, and I decided to go to the school because I knew it was academically challenging and I used to play soccer, so I knew it would be good for that, but I ended up quitting soccer and doing rowing and whatnot. But when I came to the school, it was just like, even though I had taken tours, I'd walked on campus, I'd been there, it did not feel the same as I expected, and it wasn't the same school that I had saw before and when I had chose to go there. I had always known there would be a lot of white, rich, privileged kids that thinks their shit doesn't stink, basically. But I didn't think that it would make me feel the way that it did. And I feel like the institution perpetuates this idea that you have to be the person that they want you to be and everybody has to be that person. But in reality, people aren't like that. People aren't the same and they shouldn't be. And I feel like I started having to kind of like shun away from my fun, outgoing, loud, kind of crazy part of myself and shelter myself into this box of what all of this staff wants me to be. And I'm just not that. And it made me feel not myself. And it made me feel really upset. And like, what kind of school are you if you're doing that? You know, what kind of school are you if you're not embracing all types of students? And my school's all about raising women for the future. But how are we supposed to be powerful in the future if we can't feel accepted by ourselves and you don't let us feel Empowered for exactly who we are. We're only allowed to be empowered if we're the person that they want us to be. And sorry, that was really frustrating because I know I'm not the only one. I know many people, including myself, that feel kind of trapped on campus. They feel kind of imprisoned. They don't feel free. The second I step on campus, I feel like I'm so restricted. I'm scared to look a certain way because I feel like. People just get in trouble for everything for no reason. Like, our school can be really strict at times about things that just aren't necessary and, like, ridiculous, but I'll talk about that a little bit later. Our school also preaches about sisterhood and, like, this idea of, like, oh, we're all one family and, like, this is one family you're going to have forever even after you graduate and whatnot. But... I just felt like that couldn't be further from the truth, at least currently, because how is it sisterhood? I have hardly had one person that has treated me like a sister from my school. How are you promoting sisterhood when you're not promoting those values? When you're not promoting compassion and acceptance and love of everybody? How are you a sisterhood when you allow your students to continuously backstab one another and talk shit behind everybody's backs and then when somebody comes to you like when somebody comes to the staff they don't do anything about that and they just like let it happen like we used to have this thing it was called anonymous alert and they changed it to a different company but it's basically the same thing I'm pretty sure and people would lie about stuff that they saw and they would lie because they didn't like somebody and then get them in trouble like. (laughs) it's <laughs> so ridiculous like one of my friends got in trouble for sitting in theology class and like looking at something on her computer and somebody said that they felt threatened just because that girl annoyed her and like the faculty really accepted that like they really followed through with that And people always talk about parties and stuff, and they always snitch on people for, like, doing what they do when they're doing the same exact thing. And they just, like, let it slide, and, like, it's so ridiculous. And, in regards to the staff, I feel like the staff doesn't help any, especially the teachers, because the teachers are who we spend the most time with. And, hmm. Sorry, I had to burp again. (laughs) That's so gross. So sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, they don't really help us feel welcome, the teachers. In fact, a lot of them promote that idea. But in regards to the staff, there used to be this one front office lady, and I believe that she moved away. She doesn't work there anymore. But you used to walk in the office like for literally any reason whether it was like attendance or like you had to pick something up or like whatever it was from the office you would walk in and she would just start yelling at you for no reason at all and like my mom literally went into the office and she like my mom asked whatever it was or like told them whatever it was they needed to do for me and she just started yelling at my mom and my mom was like you've got to be kidding And every single person sitting in the office just does nothing. Like, she's just, like, yelling at kids and making them feel like ass for no reason. How are we supposed to feel comfortable coming to people when they treat us like that? When you act like that, you're supposed to be an adult. You're supposed to be able to help nurture kids. You're supposed to be able to help respect them. And, like, that is just so ridiculous and embarrassing, I think, for my school and I'm glad that they got somebody different who is so lovely and I hope that they keep her. She's an alumnae from our school who now works there and I love her so much but that is something that like I'm pretty certain that the lady left and I didn't fire her when she definitely should have been fired. Also another thing happened. I wanted to take honors physics my junior year. And in order to get into honors physics at my school, you have to take an entry test for the teacher. And the teacher is the only physics teacher. And she's a little bit, I don't want to say like psycho, but like, she's pretty interesting. And I've heard so many stories about her besides just my own, but like, what happened to me really set me off. And that was like one of the last times on campus where I just was like, okay, I'm over it. I'm over it now. And like, okay, what? okay, Okay. I'll just talk about what happened. But I went in to take this test and I was wearing my blue Crocs that day. And my school has a rule that you're not allowed to wear sandals without backs, so your sandals have to have a back on them, otherwise it can be in a, a detention for being out of dress code and I was wearing my crocs with the strap like in front of my ankle instead of behind my ankle because when I put them behind my ankle it, like rubs on it and then like I don't know, it just like squishes my f- toe a f- certain way and I just like I don't like it like that. it's not very comfortable, but it, like. In regards of me like walking and whatever, it doesn't really make that much of a difference. But I walk in already kind of nervous to take this exam. And I step in the door. And does the teacher greet me? No. Does the teacher have a good attitude towards me? No. Do you know what she does, the first thing she does when she sees me? She looks down. And she goes something I don't remember if she said like dress code or like feet or like shoes or something but it was something along that time line like along those lines and she just looks down and goes what's wrong with your shoes like exactly like that and I was like um I don't know is there something wrong with this like the strap and she was like yeah fix it now and I was like Oh, okay. So I'm like standing in the doorway. There's like a line of people behind me. She's like yelling at me to fix my shoes. And I'm like, okay, it would be one thing if you told me that calmly. It would be one thing if it really made a difference. It would be one thing if I was wearing like flip flops, but like Crocs are in dress code. And I was just wearing the strap in front of my ankle because, you know what, it's a little more comfortable, but God forbid I'd be comfortable, right? And She, like, sends me in the classroom after I do that and, like, looks all pissed off and stuff. And so, like, I'm literally having a panic attack trying to take this test because of my shoes. And I'm like, what's next? Like, what's next? Because she's, like, pacing around the room all angry. And, um, I don't know. I was just, like, freaking out. And then at the end of the class, or not the end of the class, it was, I had to take it at lunch. But I, like, walk up to give it to her and... I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, trying to be nice anyways. And she doesn't even look up at me. She's, like, looking at whatever paper she's holding. And she just goes, mm. That was it. And then I, like, walked out of the classroom. I was like, you're seriously joking. Like, you're an adult. Please be mature enough to handle yourself and this is a message to my school there are a lot of teachers that don't respect kids for the color of their skin for their opinions for who they are for how they act there are a lot of bad apples there's a lot of people that don't help us feel welcome there's a lot of people that act out of line there's a lot of people that are harmful and instead of saying oh well they've taught here for so long oh, well, like, whatever, all these excuses, do something about it. Because I know these teachers, I've heard so many rumors about these same teachers. Why are they still there? Why haven't they been talked to? Why isn't there anything being done? Because, you know, if you didn't have students, you wouldn't have any money. So I don't pay $15,000 a year to go somewhere where I'm just treated like shit, you know? like, please do something about it. Another time when this kind of stuff happened was I used to take Italian. I took the two required years. And what I'm about to say will tell you why I didn't continue to take it. And it was really unfortunate because I love Italian. I love the culture. I love the language. I loved learning the language. It was very enjoyable. But the thing that wasn't enjoyable was the teacher. She was very, very abrasive. She's very, very aggressive. She was, like, seemed really paranoid about things for I don't know what reason. But, like, whenever you would get a question wrong, she would just stand there and look at you. And sometimes when you would get a question wrong, she would, like yell at you and you're like embarrassed because you thought it was the right answer and like whatever and she's like if you don't know the answer just don't even raise your hand and like whatever and then she would just like by italian too she would because she's also the only italian teacher she would pick up on what your weakness was and like purposely call on you and then like purposely belittle you for it and she'd be like, "We learned this last year. Like, you should have known how to do this already." And you'd ask, her, you'd ask her questions, and she'd be like, "Well, you should know this already. So I'm not explaining it." Like, how do you expect us to learn? Are you serious? Like, are you really serious? But the worst part is that she would stand and stare at you. And sometimes, when you would do something wrong, she would say. The rudest stuff. I sat there why while she told my friend that she was stupid, basically. I sat there while she told people, one of my friends to literally quote, use your head, Michaela. And I love Michaela, so like I was like, are you serious? Like she was literally trying. She was one of those teachers where she would ask you, what does this word mean? And you say it, and she's like, No, what does the word mean? And like, you say it again, and it's like, You know, it's the right thing. And she's like, No, it means this, whatever. And then you're like, Yeah, I said, I said that. <laughs> and she just gets mad at you. I'm like, What is wrong with you? And then one time I was in class, and the class, was my first class of the day, so I'm there at like eight in the morning. I would practiced, didn't get home until like eight. I have to do my homework, have to shower, have to eat dinner and go to sleep, okay? I'm going to class and she's giving a lecture and you know what, I'm tired, so I yawn. And you know what she does? She looks at me and she goes, hmm, is my class really that boring for you, Lorena? I'm like, no. She was like, cause if you're that tired, you can just go to the Dean's office. I was like, I, I didn't say anything, but I was like, I literally just yawned. Like, I'm sorry. Um, okay. It was just ridiculous. Um, kids used to have panic attacks about going into the class. Kids used to cry over correcting the homework and, She definitely picked favorites too. And I was lucky that she didn't hate me. But I also know that kids have complained about this teacher. And there's something that definitely needs to be done about it. And she's honestly like a really really sweet lady. She's just a bit harsh in class. And I don't think that reads well for a lot of people. So like you wonder why I don't take physics and you wonder why I don't take Italian anymore. That is why. And now let's move on to talking about rules. My school has a lot of stupid rules, but one that really gets me is the dress code. Like, you tell us to embrace ourselves, to be ourselves, to love ourselves. And I get not going around like a slut and running around naked, but we're not allowed to wear things that are more than three inches above our knee. We're not allowed to wear sandals without backs. We're not allowed to wear leggings under our skirt without having our ankles covered. So, like, we can't wear, like, leggings and then just, like, some bands. We have to wear leggings and long socks and pants, so that our ankles are covered. Otherwise, we're not in dress code. And, like, stupid stuff like that. And the thing that gets me most is that they get you in so much trouble for doing that but they don't pay attention to, like, the real issues that are going on. Like, the way that none of our voices are heard, the way that they never make change, the way that they never listen. That's what needs to change. That's what needs to be enforced. They need to enforce sisterhood, like they advertise. They need to enforce the four pillars. They need to possibly enforce their faith. And they've restricted us from being able to do that so many times. I remember when one of the shootings happened for the high schools. And every school almost was doing a walkout. And you know what? I figured that's like a peaceful thing. And like, yeah, I want to show my respect for my peers. And yeah, I want to walk out. Like, yeah, I want to take part in this big thing. Yeah, I want to try to make a difference. But you know what they did instead? They denied the hundreds of students who wanted to do this and made us do a prayer service. And all the kids who continued to try to walk out, who their ideas who tried to make their voices be heard and be noticed they were all punished we should be allowed to have our own thoughts we should be allowed to take action we should be allowed to be heard you should be hearing us and that was something that really to the bottom of my heart disappointed me would it have been that hard to at least let us walk through the parking lot and onto the field. We don't even have to leave campus. Like it was that simple, but no. They schedule like a whole, it's just beyond me. It's really, it's so beyond me. I can't. And then our school is literally like a prison. Like it's so fenced up and I get that they want to protect us. And I get that they want us to be safe. And I get that they want to, like, whatever. But, like, we really get nothing. And it's really, it's really sucky to feel like I'm missing out on what a high school experience could have been. I really want to be able to experience that. And the worst thing is that they lie to the media. For clout, basically, it's that they use these once a year or once every other year situations and promote that to make their school look a certain way, to make their school look good when that's not the reality, that is not everyday life. There's one week of the year that's fun. There's one week of the year that's it's not even always fun. Like they kind of make it crappy sometimes too, and that's Homecoming Week. But The real issue is, the real thing is, is I'm a Christian, and as a Christian, I am taught to embrace everybody and love everybody, regardless of who they are. And I'm saying this with the utmost respect for the institution, because I want to see change. I'm saying this with respect to our entire student body, because I want to see change in a lot of aspects are you really that loving? Are you really that good of an example? Are you really that Catholic? If you can't love everybody for who they are, if you can't embrace everybody, if you can't accept everybody, if you keep allowing these poor people to affect young women's lives, are you really creating that good of a reputation for yourself either because that's disappointing please make an a, a, like a real change please start to actually pay attention don't say things are too diverse don't avoid and like dismiss club applications because it doesn't comply with Catholic beliefs. You said yourself when we were coming to the school that not everybody attending is Catholic. So not everybody should be treated like they have to be Catholic, like they have to be white, like they have to be perfect. Start loving, start giving. And I pray to God that you start listening. So if you're hearing this, especially if you go to my school, please share your stories. Please raise your voice. Please make a difference and please share this. It really helps me out. And I'm hoping that this can do the most positive things possible. I love you all, and I love my Simba sisters. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying that. And I'm just hoping that you have a great day or rest of your night, wherever you are. Bye. yo thank you so much for listening if you want to listen to future episodes be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening if you want to comment make suggestions or be active in future episodes or even just stay updated on my own life be sure to follow me on social media on every platform at lobernas that's l-o-b-e-r-n-a-s or on twitter at 27 lobernas that's 27 l-o-b-e-r-n-a-s and i hope you have a great day or night wherever you are